Jess is excited to be re-releasing one of the most requested skate shoes in the history of skateboarding, the SSLB. Designed by skate legend Salvador Lucas Barbier in 1996, the SSLB is a timeless classic. The limited green and white colorway is available at the best skate shops worldwide right now. So don't slip and make sure you get a pair before they're all gone. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. Alright y'all, it's the season 2 finale, you know what I'm saying? We finna get it popping up here in Studio E. I'm D Jones, he's the ghost, and as always, Ant's one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing, still. My dude, what we got popping for our final up? Yo, we got the one and only Brandon Beeble in the building. It's a mad thing. It's an energy thing. Legend in the game. We gonna hit y'all over the head with the post office. <laughs> Damn, I'm out here in Berlin trying to trying to stay awake these days. And we go holla at some sports. You feel me? We got that NFL Week Nine recap, and then we gonna give out them NBA early season predictions for most improved MVP and all that fun stuff. Alright dog, let's get it cracking. But before we get into it, as always, make sure to like us on Facebook at the Bunt, follow us on Instagram at the Bunt Live, and you know, sending them emails for season three to the Live at gmail.com. We had to get the one and only Beebs on the show. Growing up we loved him, been watching his parts over and over for years. Seemed like one of the most entertaining and fun guys in the skate industry. So you know what I'm saying, when the opportunity presented itself, we had to holler at the man. Brandon Beeble's been a pro skater since, you know, as long as I can remember. A man rides for girl skateboards, diamond footwear, venture trucks, gold wheels, and he's the owner of his own skate park. The man owns a training facility. He's got all the major pros coming through, so we knew he had some stories to tell. Let's make it pop. y'all we got brandon beeble in the building my dog say what's up to the people how's everyone doing thank you guys very much for having me on your show and uh i'm honored to be on it i'm honored to vibe with you guys shout out to toronto hell yeah thank you very much man hyped to have you here so first question we always ask our guests hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment oh i could just say lebron james you know what LeBron James did last season, you know what I'm saying? That's a that's big time, you know. And the skate moment, man. Every single one of them, man. That all of them just skating with my friends, skating with so many great people, traveling the world. You know, shit going down. I mean, all those. You know, I can't. There's so many of them for decades now, man. I can't even think of the the number one on that. I agree with you on the LeBron James thing. It's a favorite of mine. It's definitely a favorite of Safa's too. That's some bullshit, yo. I I don't fuck with LeBron stuff. Uh, I, I actually uh, I seen LeBron James play his first game ever. I watched him play in high school, and then uh, I had season tickets to the Sacramento Kings, and I watched uh, LeBron play his first game. And I've been a fan of him ever since. I was in Golden State when he hit his first buzzer beater, and Whew. I've been following LeBron James, you know, his whole career. And uh, I mean, that man's a 
a monster, and uh, I'm a huge LeBron fan. Yeah, what he does on the court is unbelievable. Yeah, I'll just pretend I didn't hear that, yo. Kobe for life, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, but yeah, you take nothing away from Kobe. Kobe's one of the greatest to ever do it. Kobe's the man, but I feel like a lot of people that back Kobe super hard don't really back LeBron, you know? So Yeah, it's hard to back both. I like them both, you know what I'm saying? They're both superstars. All right, so you were born in Chicago, but you moved to Sacramento when you were pretty young. That's kind of where you came up skating. What was it like uh, coming up in Sacktown? Oh, Sacramento's my city. I love it. Um, I grew up there. I grew up uh, in all different parts of Sacramento, uh, being a skateboarder and just being out in the streets and just skating all over and always looking for new spots. You know, Sacramento, I'm real comfortable with it. You know, I've lived there for like 26 years. And then the last uh, six or seven years I've lived in L.A. But uh, I still have a house out in Sacramento. My family's out there. I'm actually going there uh, on Monday. This coming Monday, I got a skate trip with a couple guys. And we're going to go up there for a few days and skate. And uh, I'm going to get to see my family and hang out, see some old friends. And uh, I look forward to it. And hopefully, if uh, I haven't checked the schedule, but if there's a Sacramento Kings game, I'm going to definitely go. They got a new arena. This is the first year they played in the new arena. It's right downtown, and hopefully when I'm there, they got a game because I really want to go. That's what's up. You want to go see DeMarcus Cousins get some technical fouls, eh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see that. You see what he did last? Was it last night? Yeah, he threw his mouthpiece. Yeah, and he went into the stands and got a big fine. I've seen that too, man. That's cool. You guys are up to date. You guys are up to date on your sports too, man. Yeah, we love sports, dog. He was on my fantasy team last year. I had to trade him, yo. He's too volatile. Oh, yeah? Did you do fantasy football too? Oh, hell yeah. We got it all going, man. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I've never done that with none of the fantasy teams before. It sounds fun, though, but... Hey, if you ever want to join, we got we got a spot for you. Hey, man, let me know, man. I, I just need to need, need to know the details and... uh and then I'll be with you. I got some friends that are into it. They're into it. And it makes it makes the uh, game more exciting. I might need to get a fantasy team. Hell it'll, yeah! It'll change your whole life, yo. I'm telling you. <laughs> maybe maybe I shouldn't. I'll be addicted to it. That's the thing. It does. You get addicted, man. Yeah, your girlfriend will definitely be bummed. I promise you that. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't really care for sports. I don't blame her though. She's cool. All right, so you were on ATM and then Expedition and then landed on Girl. How did that come about and what's the story behind it? Well, it started, I was actually a little kid and this uh, uh, this guy used to make these boards out of his garage and it was a little company called Legend. And uh, me and my friends would get like float boards from him. And then I got on ATM Click. That was cool. Shout out to those guys. This guy, John Fowley, he, he took good care of me when I was a real young kid and just did so much for me. And then that led to me getting on Expedition. That was a, an amazing thing, too. That was back in the day, right when Expedition came out. I was super honored for those guys to reach out to me. And then I wrote for them for a while. And then uh, I made the connection with Mike Carroll and Rick Howard and Costin and all those guys. And uh, yeah, man, we was just skating together. I met up with them. And then uh, Mike Carroll asked me to ride for Lakai. And that was crazy. I rode for Lakai, and then like after a little bit of being on Lakai, uh, they asked me to ride for Girl. So then I got on Girl, and I've been on Girl for like uh, 16 years now, man. I've been pro for like 14. It's a it's a dream come true, man. Like when I was a kid, I idolized all those guys: Mike Carroll, Rick Howard. The first video I ever seen was like Questionable, Virtual Reality, and like Girl. 
And so those guys were my heroes from the, from the get-go. And, uh, you know, to idolize those guys being a kid and, you know, I was being starstruck by them, seeing them in person and just, you know, just skateboarding, did what it did. Somehow, some way, I just, you know, ended up becoming friends with them, skating with them. And uh, we made the connect, and they reached out to me. And, and now that, you know, they went from, like, my heroes to now they're, like, my close friends. We traveled all over the world. We've been cool for, you know, 16-plus years. And uh, it's, it's just a, it's an amazing thing, man. Thank you, skateboarding. You know, it's, skateboarding is my everything. It's done the, my whole life has revolved around skateboarding. It's done so many great things for me. That's what's up, man. Within your skateboarding, there's also a little hint of basketball. You always pop it in your parts here and there. You know what I'm saying? You're no no secret that, that you're a ball guy. Well, what you got to realize is I'm a ball guy too, yo. And hey, I'm putting man. the challenge out there. Me and you one-on-one. Oh. Me and you two-on-two. Me and Donald will take you and anyone. Hey, man, you already know. I got, I got, we can play the horse. You know, we can play one-on-one, 21. I got a game called 7-Up that I got to introduce you guys to. You guys would love it. And uh, we can play all that, man. You know what I'm saying? We can put some money up. We, you know, we can put some push-ups on it. You know, <laughs> however you want to play. But it'll be all in good fun. And uh, we'll get it in. All in good fun. Yo, I'm coming at this serious, B. Hey, all right, man. Well, if you want to take it seriously, you know what I'm saying? You can take it seriously. I'm the number one skater slash baller in the world, baby. Holy shit. The ghost. Yeah, we be, we be hooping over here, man. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to lie. Uh... My man Paul Rodriguez is a champ, you know what I'm saying, on and off the board and on the court. And uh, we play this game called 7-Up, and straight up, like 99% of the time, Paul be beating us. Like, I used to be the champ, but they, I got to take my hat off to Paul, man. He's been really he's been really holding down the crown for a while now in here. But we got some shooters. We got, you know, Malto, Mikey Taylor, Eric Bragg. You know, we just got a bunch of guys in here that we just love. Like, right when we get to the skate park and... We got a ball in our car all the time, but we just, we like, it's a warm-up. Like, when we all get together, we hoop first and, like, play all these shooting games. And then after we settle that, then we get our skate on. Oh, that, that's the best way to warm up for sure. Yeah, it is, man. I'm telling you, like, sometimes you try to skate and you're like, damn, I can't even 50-50 right now. But then you just go shoot around for a little bit. And then after that, you're feeling good and it's on. So if you had to pick one homie to play us two-on-two, two, who's it going to be? Oh, if I had to, uh, are we pl- oh, two on two? So I had to pick one homie yeah. to play you guys. Damn, I gotta, I gotta get a guy. I probably, uh, man, I need an athlete, man. man. Oh, I'll take, uh, I'll take Terry Kennedy. Ooh, oh TK? shit, that's kind of scary, yo. <laughs> we could be in some trouble there, right? Eh? Terry Kennedy can hoop, and uh, he a big boy. So if we going up against you guys, I'd, 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 I'd holler at TK. I'd be like, come on, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, me and Dono are six one and six two, so yo, it ain't it ain't gonna be no walk in the park. Oh yeah, man, damn, I know, I need, I might need a big man, I might need, I don't know, man, but hey, <laughs> man, we we can play, man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We, we just got to get on the court. I have a feeling Terry Kennedy has a broken jumper for some reason. No, nah, Terry Kennedy can ball. We be ball. He can jump high too. He's an athlete. But yeah, man, I'll take the P rod too, man. I just got to feed him the ball. Oh, Mike Mo, Mike Mo, we can ball. Mike Mo, he's he's hurt right now, but. But uh, I was playing with Michael for a while. Michael's a good player, man. You got plenty of options, eh? Me and Donald got to get down to Cali. We'll get this popping. <laughs> Anytime, guys. So your Instagram is uh, full of clips of you skating your part. 
but what the people want to see and specifically us is uh people skating in the streets what's it like street skating for you these days oh I've, I've been getting out in the streets i've been working on a push project uh and just you know working on stacking clips it's funny though because a lot of people think i don't skate street but uh yeah you know been skating for like 25 years you know i've skated street <laughs> you know what i'm saying but I still skate street all the time. I go on trips. Uh, I'm just on my skateboard, whether it's in the streets or out in the park. I'm just on my skateboard. We saw uh, episode one of your push part, and you were uh, over at the courthouse working on some things. Yep, yep. I got a trick on the courthouse, man. Um, courthouse is a good spot. But yeah, um, just going out, man. I got a great team. I got a good squad. I got a, an amazing filmers. And... Uh, yeah, man, they got all the, the, the apps of the skate spots and uh, they, all the photos of the spots. So it's cool, man. We just get a crew together and we just go out and hit spots, you know, and just, you know, one after the other. And we do that, you know. For sure. You have one of the best resumes of all times in terms of video parts. We know you in them streets. Subtleties, yeah, right. Fully flared. Pretty sweet. Which of all those was uh, the most memorable for you? Thank you for that by the way, but um, honestly, I, I, uh, they're all so memorable in so many different ways. I, uh, the fully flared, I'd probably say was the funnest, you know what I mean? Like going on all those trips we went on and just the squad we were with. Uh, I mean, honestly, that was that was one of my favorite period, periods of my life. Like, so I'd have to say that one. They're all, they're all amazing, but, but fully flared. We had a few years together, you know, shout out Mark Johnson, shout out Guy Mariano. Shout out Mike Mo, shout out Mike Carroll, Rick Howard, Costin. Like man, those were some those were some fun years, man. We 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 had we had some great epic times. I'll never forget that. So fully flair for sure. But that little few years of however long it was of us together, that was amazing. Half cap crook revert with the giant sweatpants. I think that was my favorite clip. Oh yeah, <laughs> people be talking about that too. That's just how I was rolling. Those were some big old sweats I was wearing on the airplane or something. You know, just being comfy, doing my thing. And then I remember we were out skating one day, and I just was like, "Fuck it, I'm skating in these today." <laughs> we were mobbing around with Barcelona. Barcelona is an amazing place. And yeah, I ended up getting a trick in those. But yeah, I look back on it now too, and I see that I'm like, "Damn, those things are humongous." <laughs> That shit was sick. But hey, back back then, you know, when I used to rock like double XLTs, triple XLTs, you know, it was just like that's how that's how I was back then. That's was I, it was every, everything was big, you know. Hell yeah, man! I think all of Toronto pretty much went through the uh, Fifty Cent, Dipset, Young Jeezy phase. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved all those guys, man. Man, wearing those tall tees, jerseys, new eras, exactly. But yo, it seems like Canada gets a little bit of a bad rap for that, man. Can you confirm that you guys and uh, America was part of the movement as well? Oh yeah, yeah, man. That's just what I did. That's what I was. I ever since I started skating, when I started skating, I was wearing baggy clothes, and even now I still wear them baggy, you know. But uh, back then it was just super duper baggy. <laughs> you know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like I, I have footage when I was a little kid too, with just some obnoxious baggy clothes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know that's just what it is. You know. I think subtleties was uh, was your best era for kits, man. I remember you had uh, an Allen Iverson football jersey. Oh yeah, you know I was rocking jerseys like crazy, man. I'm telling you, I'm a sports fan. But back then, you know, jerseys were popping, and man, I had over like a hundred of them, man. And it was just like. So many different teams, so many different colors, so many different cool players. 
And uh, but yeah, that whole part, I swear, I was damn near in a jersey in every trick. Pretty close. Yeah, that was just my thing, man. I just loved it. That's what I liked to wear. It was just like cool putting on a team. It felt comfortable. Whether it was just like a Raider jersey or a fucking Colts jersey, or it didn't even matter. It was just like I just rocked jerseys hard. I still have them at my Sacramento house. I got just like all of them. A collection, eh? Yeah, where I was like, I should just throw these away. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep them, man. Hell yeah. So we talked a little bit about your video parts before, but one of our favorites was definitely subtleties with with uh, Wenning. How did that part? How did that shared part come about? Wenning, you know, it was crazy because I didn't even really know him. You know, we just had like mutual respect for each other, and uh, and then we got to know each other. We skated with each other a couple times, and we just clicked right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like we already respected each other. We already like liked each other before we even met each other. You know, and then once we met each other. We were just like, we clicked and we were just like homies and hung out together, skated together and all that. And then I was working on like a video part and I like got hurt or something, like an ankle injury. And I remember I was just skating a bunch of manuals. And then uh, uh, when it was time to get edited or something, I, I, I was just thinking, I was like, we, I was kicking with Brian Wenning and I was like, damn, why don't we just like put your footage and I put my footage and we just have a part together. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'd rather have a part with you than just have one on my own, you know? So uh, that's just what it was. It was just some of like some last minute things. People didn't expect it. People didn't even know that we like knew each other type thing. But uh, I thought it was a good look, man. You know, he was a great skater. He came out of nowhere with his style and grace and his like just he was original. It's like, wow. You know, he really stood out with his style and his choice of tricks and the way he did them. And man, shout out Brian Wenning straight up, man. I had a lot of good times with him, a lot of skating with him. And man, I hope he's doing great, man. No doubt, yeah. That one line I'll never forget with the stomped ass switch tray in that part was amazing. Exactly. Yeah, that switch tray, man. He just every every trick he did, man, he made it look really good, man. And he could do everything. He was super tech. He jumped down some stairs. He just, you know, he was he was just down, man. And man, all those video parts he put out, those were sick, man. I like feel like watching a winning part right now. Yeah, <laughs> same here. One yeah. of my all time favorites, hands down. Photosynthesis. DC video, baby. In the first episode of The Push Project, you talk about giving up partying and concentrating on being a better you. Uh, when did you realize it was time to make that change? Oh, you know what? It was uh, it was just a while ago. It was a while ago, you know. Uh, I just, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I partied a few times here and there, but, like, I just cut way back, you know. I just, like, I, I, I went sober for, like, six, 17 months, and I just, like, didn't drink. I, I just smoked bud, you know what I'm saying? Didn't drink, didn't go out, didn't do drugs. And I just... Stay focused, stuck to my routine where I was just, you know, staying busy, skating every day. And, uh, man, it was great, man. I, I, I just wanted to get on that program and just, like, like what makes me happy and skating makes me happy, you know what I'm saying? So all I want to do is skate, you know? All I want to do is skate with my friends and, you know, do what I love to do. And uh, I wouldn't change for nothing. So I just kind of just got on that, you know? try to improve on just everything, you know? And just like, I don't know, I don't want to be out partying every single night. I don't want to be sleeping in. I don't want to be hung over. Like, you know what I mean? That's cool and all, but I've done that. You know, I've been to every single party. I party, you know, for decades, you know? I partied all over the world. Like every day's a Saturday. It's a lifestyle that I've lived and, and I can do anything I want at any given time. I just been, been 
not really caught up in that, you know what I'm saying? I've just been doing other stuff, you know, like skating, being focused, going to the gym, doing stuff that'll make me better and uh, doing stuff that's, you know, normal shit, you know, not not turning up every single moment, of, you know. Life's good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm living a great life. I have like just the most awesome friends that are like brothers to me. Every day I wake up and get to skate with the most amazing squad, you know. I, like every day is amazing, you know, so it's just I just want to make it more amazing by just skating and, you know, making the, making the best out of the day, you know, not wasting time. Just, you know, getting the most out of the day and making the best of the situation. If Instagram's any indication, you're skating better than ever and your pop seems like it's even higher somehow. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Honestly, man, when people write comments or they like it and that, man, that makes me feel good, man. And and I'm just doing me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love skating, man. I love skating with my friends and we're just skating together every day and we're having fun, man. And, uh, you know, I like posting little Instagram clips and stuff, you know, and I feel like, you know, people that follow me and people, they just want to see you skate, you know, and I'm skating every day. I'm having fun. So, you know, we just film a clip here and there and put it out there and it's cool, you know, but it's fun doing it with my friends, too. You know, like even yesterday we were just all in skating and it's like, oh, you should do a trick. You should do a trick. You should do a trick. And. We'll make like a little edit or something, and it's just fun, you know. We're just filming off our off our iPhones, and and it's just it's it's natural, it's organic. It's just like when you're a little kid, like you're just skating the spot, you're having fun, you're trying new tricks, and then you know you kind of come close to something, and you're like, hey, you know what? You want to film that? And then it's like, yeah, and then you do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like super cool, it's super comfortable, and it's fun. You know, it's like when I'm hitting up P Rod, like, hey P Rod, you want to film a trick real quick? You know what I mean? And he's filming me a trick. You know, like that's just fun, man. Like we're having fun. It's like I don't want P Rod filming me for too long. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I want to skate with you, man. Like, you know, but it's it's just all fun, man. We feed off each other, and it's good vibes. And man, skateboarding is a cool thing, man. I've been doing it for so long and I just love it and I daydream about it you know I go to sleep at night thinking about fucking tricks and just fucking ideas and just you know whatever so yeah man skateboarding it's official I've been motivated by Brandon Beeble himself I'm gonna put it on wax right now I'm flying to Berlin in a couple hours Oh, right on. Berlin's a great place. I'm going to go party my face off for a few weeks. But, do that. Do that. But, do that. But when I get back, it's official. Yo, I'm joining the gym. Oh, you going gym flow? I'm going to. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm cutting hey, back. Man. I'm cutting back on the party. Wade D actually hit me up yesterday saying I should join the gym with him. So, yo, 2017 is going to be a new safe for you. feel me? Hey, man. I, I wish you the best. Stay on it, bro. <laughs> hey, if you feel like partying, party hard, man. Straight up. Like, I'm partying super hard. Everyone parties. This is nothing. Like, enjoy yourself. But if, at the same time, if you want to take time to, you know, put it, invest in, your, in yourself, too. Like, going to the gym, that's just making you better, you know. And honestly, I get a high off that, you know what I mean? Walking into the gym, I might not be feeling it. But when I get out of the gym, I'm like, damn, I'm glad I came there because I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? So, For sure. So, this is what it is. I, I just, I feel like you just have to go, like, four or five days in a row. And that's the hard part. But once you're after that five days where you're in that little rhythm, then you just, you're on, you know what I'm saying? You just like, oh, I want to go. So, you know, that's just been my thing. You know what I mean? I just like 
been staying focused on that because that's just what's making me happy. That's what's making me feel good, and I just don't want to change it. So I'm just, like, sticking to my routine, skating every day with my friends. You know what I mean? I would be running the canyons all the time. I'd be in the gym. I play sports, you know. You know, I'm just an active dude, man. I like to stay busy. I got a lot of energy, and uh, I'm blessed to be able to just wake up and do whatever the fuck I want all day, every day. Yo, while we're on the topic of the gyms, one of our homies, T-Dot Legend, six-year-old, some refer to him as the T-Dot Beeble. Okay. He asked me to ask you if you prefer the Iron Jungle or a prison workout instead? Man, it's all good, man. As long as you grinding, it's all it's all good, man. You know what I mean? Straight up, as long as you grinding. It don't matter if you jumping rope, if you pressing weights, if you hitting machines, if you doing calisthenics, if you running, if you, I mean, as long as you doing something, man, you know, as long as you grinding, and that's what it's all about, man. It's all good for you. Um, you know, I got a couple of my homies too that like, you know, that are motivated on the gym right now. Like even my big bro, Nick Diamond, you know what I'm saying? He's in the gym grinding hard. He's on his, like, second month. But it's like when I look at him and I see him, like, like losing weight and getting shredded up, and I'm just like, damn, and, you know, it's just crazy. I'm like, man, I'm proud of you, dog, you know? So I got a few of my friends that we just be on it, and it's cool. We motivate each other, too. Like, if they text me, like, you, you want to go to the gym tonight? It's like I don't want to let them down, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we just stay on together, and it's, like, fun. And it's like I go to 24-hour fitness, you know what I'm saying? So that's 24 hours in a day. It's like <laughs> man, if you can't set aside a couple of them hours to put put into yourself, then, you know, I don't know. But that's what I that's what I be doing, you know. No matter what my schedule's like, no matter what I gotta do, it's like if it's if I gotta go to the gym at two in the morning, I'll go to the gym at two in the morning, you know. If I have to wake up and get it over with, cool. Or if I, you know, double grind where I go in the morning, and then later I'll go at night, you know. It's like why not, you know? Why not? <laughs> it, why not? Hey, shout out to Tommy, man. Straight up, all love. <laughs> if he's got love for me, I'll throw it right back to you, man. Straight up, man. So shout out, Tommy. Toronto, I hope to make it to Toronto sometime, man. I've heard nothing but good things. We just had Nick Tucker on last week, and uh, we asked him if he had any secrets to his crazy pop or if he was just born with it. Man, I want to I want to know his secrets, man, because straight up. <laughs> Yo, man, you got insane pop. Yeah, you, you don't got to worry about that. Honestly, I don't know. People think I have pop. I don't know. I don't think I have, like, that much pop when I'm skating with all these guys that have got super pop. But uh, when I was younger, you know, I, I like, I'm, I was, I'm only six foot, so I'm not, like, super tall or nothing but when I was young like 20 or 21 I, I just trained myself how to dunk you know and I just worked on it I just like always wanted to do it but I like never thought I could and then I started being able to touch the rim and I thought that was cool and then I fucking like learned I could grab the rim and then fucking I could hang on it and then I thought that was cool like oh I could jump up and hang on fucking like any rim like you know what I'm saying for like two hands and then it started like a dunk a tennis ball so it's like when I was young I just really put in the work to achieve that goal you know what I mean I, I, I dunked my first ball when I was like 20 and I'm man I'm 35 years old man I can still smash on any court that's insane man so like I think when I was young I just you know was constantly jumping and that might have something to do with it but I don't know I, I'm just skating all day and jumping so maybe I, I got a little pop but man, to be honest, I'm I'm not flexible, man. I feel like if 
I was flexible. I could be. I could have some pop. I'm. I'm not flexible, man. <laughs> you got to get that yoga popping. I, I I go to yoga, man, and it's like the hardest thing ever. I swear, man. I'd like do the yoga class, but man, your boy's stiff, dude. I'm just like straight <laughs> up, man. I'm an athletic dude. I skate all day. I'm doing stuff, but when it comes to the stretching and stuff, man, that shit ain't easy, eh? Nah, man, but I want to improve on that, though. I do want to, you know, improve on that because I feel like that's a weakness of mine, and I feel like it would just, you know, benefit. You know, if you were if you worked on your flexibility and you, you got limber, I'm sure that would help you skate too. You know, absolutely. That's some motivation, yo. Dunking at 35. Yeah, that's. I, I, I'm actually pretty impressed too because I'm like, <laughs> when is it gonna like go away? You know, like when is it gonna? I, I mean, I, to be honest, I know that when I was younger, I had fresher legs than I do now but you know I still got a little something I'm 28 now and a few weeks ago I actually made a goal that I want to be able to dunk when I'm 30 so if yeah. you're still doing it at 35 and you're shorter than me I gotta get it back I'm telling you you can do it it's, it's just like with anything it's just repetition over and over and over until you get that goal oh no no don't get me twisted yo I, I used to be able to dunk with ease <laughs> you know what I'm saying I got two 360 dunks on my resume hey man just get your springs back Get your springs back, man. Yeah, I got to get them back. It sucks. Like, I always try and dunk and just back rim it. <laughs> so we know you were on Lakai for, I think you said, 15 years? Yeah, I got on two, uh, 2000. So, to like, it was like, yeah, 15, 15 years with Lakai, man. Those guys are still all my homies. Mike Carroll, Rick Howard, straight up. Like, those guys have done so much for me in my life. Man, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, Lakai, I made the move to go to Diamond. But uh, yeah, Lakai's still all love. Everything's cool. That's what's up. So, what made you make the choice to go to Diamond? And we loved your uh, your first shoe commercial. It was awesome. What's up, ladies? Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, my boy Eric Bragg. He's a genius. He did a great job on making that shoe video. But yeah, Diamond is something that I've uh, ridden for since 1998. You know, when they were just Diamond hardware bolts. You know, and uh, Nick Tershay. The owner of Diamond, he's a man, he's a great friend of mine, and I've known him ever since 1998. And you know, right when Diamond started, and I've been a fan of it. I've been repping it. I love it, you know. And uh, uh, I've always repped Diamond super hard. And and when they started making their shoe company, I just thought it would be a good fit. You know, I love Lakai, and I was loyal, and they've done wonders for me for 15 years. But I just, you know, me, Tori, and uh, Nick Tucker, we just went on the Diamond. You know, we make Diamond footwear and. It's a great thing. Diamond's great. The footwear's great. And uh, we got Boo Johnson. We got Jamie Foy. It's a great squad, man. You know, so I'm honored to ride for them. I'm honored to have a shoe for them. And uh, we, we got big things coming, man. I couldn't be happier, man. That's what's up, man. You guys got a stacked team. You guys might need to add my boy Cameo Wilson real quick, though. Cameo Wilson? Well, yeah, man. We should check him out, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... Man, yeah, just the shoes are great. We're just, we're doing it. The shoes are great, eh? Well, if that's the case, uh, you might have to send your boys a box up to Canada. You feel me? Yeah, I got you, man. You guys just text me your address. <laughs> you guys text me your shoe size. And yeah, the all days are on their way, man. Oh, all God day. damn. Black, red, or blue, it's all day. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing. You guys just shoot me the address after we're done, and I'll lace you up because they're fresh, man. And like I said, they're the all days. You know, if you want to skate in them, if you want to kick it in them, if you want to chill in them, go to the gym in them, you know, it's there all day, dog. Well, you know, I'm a Nike guy, but, you know, they're all day, so I might have to rock them to the club in Berlin still. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, the fresh, all the, the, the all black ones or the all fresh red ones, they, they don't got the, I got the white ones, 
The <laughs> white ones not, uh, aren't out yet, but the white ones are clean. It's the hot tub edition, eh? Yeah, everyone's been asking me, like, how do I get the white ones? How do I get the white ones? But uh, they're coming soon. But yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's all love straight up. Uh, that's nothing. You guys text me your address, and I'll lace you up, man, straight up. Damn, yo, the ghost has got a box. <laughs> Thanks, Biebs. Oh, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, straight up, man. You already know. What's next for Brandon Beeble? Oh, what's next? Well, I'm uh, just finishing up this push project. There's about five documentary episodes. They do a great job at the barracks with that. And then it leads up to like a three-minute video part. So I'm doing that. I'm just skating every day with the, with the homies, just trying to improve skating on the board um, in the park. And then, you know, it just don't stop, man. It's just skateboarding. We're just... It's on to the next stuff. I'm going to be working with, uh, after the push project, I'm going to be working on video projects with Diamond and uh, pretty much just doing stuff with Diamond Footwear and working working with them, you know. We got a lot, a lot of ideas and stuff coming up that we're working on, so I'm just going to stay busy, man. I just got to stay on the board, just stay skating, stay, stay having fun, and uh, stay grinding. Oh, yeah, man. Big things on the rise. You better stay working on your ball game because when me and Don will come there. <laughs> uh, anytime, you guys. Anytime, man. Straight up. We'll hoop we'll, we'll, we'll it up. It's that time, y'all. Rapid fire with the ghost with the one and only Beeble. <laughs> Let's get it. You ready, bruv? Let's get it. Favorite skater? Paul Rodriguez. Favorite video? Plan B questionable. Favorite video part? Guy Mariano, fully flared Guy Mariano, pretty sweet. Favorite trick? A switch frontside heel flip. Favorite style? Brian Herman. Hardest trick for you? Oh, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you, I'll give you a few of them. I've never done a, a double flip, like, never done one. And I've never done a late foot flip. Uh, uh, impossible. Impossible is impossible for me to do. Like, honestly, <laughs> when people do them in the game of skate or whatever, it's just like, I'll take a letter. Like, I feel, I just don't get it. Everyone just makes it look easy. They're like, just wrap it, just wrap it. And I, me and the impossible don't get along, man. Trust me, I'm the same, dog. Never done one either. Never probably will. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. John Cardiel, he front boarded this fucking rail. Uh, it was in the video, but... I was there, watched it live, watched him just fucking, it was actually insane. He just, it was the craziest rail. It was about maybe like fucking 19 stairs long, high as fuck, skinny. And, man, he just charged it, man, front boarded the fuck out of it. And, like, his whole, you know, the way he did it and everything, that was that was definitely one of the craziest things I've ever witnessed. Mike Moe switch flipping fully flared. And then that thing blew up. Yeah. Like, that was one of the, hands down, the craziest thing I've ever witnessed on a skateboard. The way he did it, the pressure there was at the end of the day with all the shit, and he just had these switch flips. But, like, as soon as he landed that switch flip, they hit the button, and that fucking thing exploded. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, honestly, there, there was nothing that was topping that, man. Like, I saw that, and that was just mind-blowing. And I, my hat, I take my hat off straight up to... Mike Mo, because under that pressure and with that fire and flames and for him doing that shit, like first try shit like that, like, man, that was epic. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Landing juice of choice. Man, I drink water, man. I'm a gallon killer, man. I get a 
big gallon of water and I just fucking, I drink water all day, you know? Worst bunt of your career. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like handrails are big bunts a lot of the times because oh, yeah. you might like think you can do something before you go to bed when... My theory is everyone's the best skater right before they fall asleep because they can do anything in their head. I don't know why that is, man. I'm the same <laughs> way. I think that, you, you know, you can just do it and you see it and you vision it and then you show up and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, you got to That's why you have to envision it as being way crazier, yeah. way higher, way more challenging. And then you get there and it might decrease and be you know, cool but you know yeah but when you see it in your head you know you see it so good then it's different it's a different ball game when you show up sometimes favorite local brand just have fun boo johnson i like that i back that oh yeah favorite teammate ever tron wilson he's the coolest dude on the planet and man he's he's legendary man i love him that's dope man so that's gonna uh wrap up our interview with Mr. Brandon Beeble, thank you so much for coming by, Doc. Hey, thank you guys for having me. It was cool vibing and chit-chatting with you, and uh, I'm honored to have you guys on your sh be on your show, man. I will make it there one of these days, I promise. The people need to see a Beeble demo, yo. Diamond Shoes, you guys got to come man, through or something. I, hey, yeah, let them know, let them know. Thank you so much, Doc. We're going to see you on the court sometime soon, all right? Hey, I can't wait, man. You guys take care, and thank you again. All right, peace out, Doc. Peace. y'all it's that time post office last time for a little bit before season three let's see what the people gotta say you've got mail first email coming up from anthony seraphis regular emailer since you guys were just in boston any plans to get dana erickson on the show uh you gotta go back do your history baby he was already live wait in the streets ledge wizard know, right that's family still. Quickly becoming one of our favorite skaters over here. You never know what that guy's going to pull off when you're skating with him, man. Mans doesn't warm up. It was straight to the switch of crook. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Evie from Skate Loft. What's up, guys? Love listening to the show. Season two has been pure fire. You guys keep killing it, and I can't wait to see what season three has in store. <laughs> Thanks, Deggy. As you guys know, sadly, for most Canadian skateboarders, skate loft season is fast approaching. But this is actually a time of year I quite look forward to because it also means the return of outdoor shinny hockey. My first question is, we all know Seifa is God's gift to all things athletic, but will there be a ghost sighting out on the pond this winter? I don't know where you got that God's gift thing from, you know? You write this one too, say? Yeah, it's called, he witnesses greatness whenever I'm not hurt, so he just assumes. Oh God, well fuck. <laughs> I mean, I've played uh, ice hockey with Seifa one time before and it was uh, quite the interesting experience, you know? The man borrowed a pair of skates from someone he had no gloves, so he was rocking his winter gloves out there. Looking pretty sketchy to begin with, but you know. He ended the game with one of the craziest backhand shots I've ever seen in my life. So you never know what he's up to out there. Tell the people, yo. <laughs> that was a crazy game for sure. But uh, is he going to get out there a little bit more? Only he can answer that. 
Yo, you'll catch me out there real soon, you feel me? I'm saying I'm just out here in Berlin, a little Amsterdam next, maybe some Copenhagen. Then it's uh, it's time to show y'all what the ghost is made of on the ice, you feel me? And then uh, Evie finishes up with, also I'm going to go on wax and say the bunt needs to revive the flat spot. R.I.P. versus Blue Tile Lounge hockey game. I'm sure the skate loft could ice a nice team with Big Dennis between the pipes, Wade D on the blue line. Shit, D Jones, I'll even let you play on a line with me in codes. Let's make it happen. Well, you know, that's a shot at Blue Tile Lounge right there. I know the skate loft team. We ready to go. We got safe out there with the slick backhands. Blue Tile, let's get it. But I think uh, Evie's last question is, lastly, which of this year's young buds has the best shot to win the Calder Trophy? Nylander, Marner, or Matthews? For you, those of you who don't know what the Calder Trophy is, the Rookie of the Year trophy in the NHL. Evie named the three three young guns on the Maple Leafs. Who you think, say? I know you're. Uh, you got your hockey knowledge popping. Yeah, I'm a big time knowledge guard uh, <laughs> in the hockey world. Uh, you know, what I'm saying all the biggest headlines. I'm I'm well aware of them. So the only thing I've heard from hockey this year is Yo Matthews four goals first goal first game ever. It's a wrap, yo. Matthews Nylander Trophy. I mean, Calder Trophy. <laughs> All right, yeah, he's going with Matthews. Uh, Matthews had a good start. You know, he's uh, his play's tapered off a little bit since that four goals. I mean, still looks like uh, he's going to mature into a, an elite player in the game. But I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go with Mitch Marner, you know, Magic Mitch. Let's get a poppin' dog playing on the first line with Bozak and James and Reamsdyke. Nothing but opportunities. All right, Evie, thanks for the email. You know, we're definitely going to be seeing everyone at Skateloft now that the uh, the cold weather's rolling in. The only indoor park in TDOT, so see you there. All right, next up, we got an email from Ryan Duffy. Can we get some stories of Safe losing his mind in Calgary? Keep doing your thing, boys. Yeah, let's hear it, dog. What you got to put on wax? Calgary was dope, but your boy hit this this moment. I think it was about four months into being out there. All my homies left town. I think Tyler Warren and Kevin and stuff went to Europe. My homie Chris, he was away for the weekend. All my dudes were just happened to be gone the same weekend, and then I realized it was just me in Calgary. <laughs> and I just realized I hated it. <laughs> I only like the people. I didn't like the the city or glorified town that calls itself a city. Ooh, you're taking shots at it? Uh, I'm just kidding. I got love for Calgary, but... Uh, another thing that drove me crazy out there was in the winter, there's nowhere to skate except for this church that's open once a week on Tuesdays for two hours if you're 18 or older. And it's so small. And every Calgary skater's in there fiending, just like wanting to push around and like you're just bouncing off each other. Way too crowded, two hours a week. There's rough times for your boy. Sounds like Calgary needs to get themselves a little skate lofting, man. Skaters need to take it into their own hands. Yeah, some real talk. Calgary, I'll see you uh, never. It was a pleasure. Smell ya. Weren't you supposed to go back this summer for a sec? What happened, bro? Trip flop still. No sweat off your back? <laughs> Uh, shout out Abib if you're listening. Come see you one of these days. Yeah, yo, uh, what's the name of the goalie they used to have down there again? Um, Scott Niedermeyer. <laughs> That's a defenseman, dog. By that, what's that, Kippersoft, dog? Your boy, no? Uh, yeah. Kippersoft, yeah. <laughs> Legend in the Scott game. Scott Niedermeyer, yo. There's that uh, hockey knowledge shining through. You know, a god in the game. All right, I think we got one more email. All right, last up, we got an email 
from Shubat, local uh, duster, super whack from the Toronto scene. <laughs> hey boys, been an avid listener for years now. <laughs> years, yeah. You got jokes, hey Shubes? I want to start things off by complimenting Seifa on his chirping ability. Always coming in quick and hot with the fire chirps. My question is, why is Seifa always so... He spelt my name two different ways, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And neither of them were right. My question is, why is Seifa always so sensitive when someone chirps his kids? What is this legendary red jacket people speak of? <laughs> I got it right here, actually. I think uh, anybody... You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. That jacket has been around the world, seen a couple different places, man. It's one of my favorite jackets, too. <laughs> I mean, if I had it, I'd probably be wearing it, too. Anyone who knows Seifa knows the red jacket we're speaking of. You know, it's a little red and black plaid thing from the uh, Nike SB or Crew 2002 line. Is uh, Seifa's favorite <laughs> piece from the O2 line, you know? So, uh, oh, man. It goes in and out of style every other year, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I keep it popping. <laughs> you know, Seifa's all about his, uh, his steez. He's up there, uh, reinventing style with the Russell Westbrooks of the world and uh, oh, this is just one piece that uh, it's going to be in his closet and it's in his rotation forever so it won't quit no. don't hate the play, I hate the game baby. You know, I, I can't imagine how many winter jackets he's passed on to keep this one around but hey <laughs> when, yo <laughs> I'm not sensitive on my kids I'm only sensitive when Donovan calls out my kids because he dresses well so <laughs> his opinion matters but Shubes, if you call out my kid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm laughing straight to the bank with your dutsy ass. Well, Shubes, Shubes is the classic all-black ting, man, so he tries to uh, not make too many mistakes. Yeah, he's too scared. Although he did, for some reason, this summer he had a pretty butter pair of half cabs. Remember those? The cream-colored half cabs, and he cut the tongue in half for some reason. I don't know what was popping with oh, those. Oh, man, the man was looking dustier than <laughs> I ever. I don't know why he did that, bro. But all right, so remember, when you guys meet Seifa... If you ain't wearing the red jacket, you ain't met the real one yet. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the final post office season two. Keep sending them emails, man. We want to we want to have a full email inbox popping for season three. Turn up, y'all. Thanks for the love. And we'll be answering them questions season three. You already know what time it is. Hey! <laughs> Alright y'all, hey, y'all know what time it is, it's the rundown baby, the skateboarding world source for sports. Yo, what was really good this week in football, Dons? Yo, week nine, past the halfway mark, it's where teams are really settling into their positions, man. That's some real talk, looks like I'm settling into a non-playoff <laughs> position in our fucking fantasy league. Except it's me against you this week, and I'm sorry, you're gonna have to take an L. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen how many L's you throw out, so I'll take my chances. All right, yo, so this week, week nine, Dallas 35 points, Cleveland 10. How good are the Cowboys, man? Well, this game wasn't very much indication because I bet you me, you, and DGK Wade could beat the Cleveland Browns in a game of football, but, man, the Dallas Cowboys, they nothing to be fucked with, man. Dak Prescott, 247 yards, three touchdowns, not turning the ball over. Combine that with the best offensive line in the league, Zeke Elliott running the ball like a seasoned vet, and the man's just a rookie. So 
out there. I think, realistically, there's only one team in their way right now, and that's Terrific Tom and the New England Patriots. So I'd love to see those two link up before we get to the playoffs. That's some real talk. All right, moving on, we got San Diego, 43, Tennessee, 35. More than just spoilers, can the Chargers make the playoffs? The Chargers are sitting two games out right now. But luckily, both teams in the wild card are in the same division. So they link up at least once more before the season's over. Seven games left, two games back. Realistically, man, it's two words for me. Melvin Gordon. You hear everyone talk about Zeke Elliott, David Johnson, DeMarco Murray. But quietly, this man is leading the league in touchdowns and uh, put up 196 yards on Tennessee this Sunday. My man, this guy's running downhill, so they better watch out. Damn, yo, those are some Jay Ajahi-type numbers. <laughs> oh, we'll get to him. All right, moving on. Carolina 13, LA 10. Is it too little or too late from Cam these days? I don't know, man. He's he's looking like a little bit of a crybaby out there these days. I've loved Cam since his Auburn days, but you can't go 15-1 uh, last year, dab your way to the Super Bowl, you lose the Super Bowl, you act a little sour afterwards, and now you're 3-5. and five. Showing a little bit of Cam's character right now. And uh, realistically, I don't think they stand a chance of catching the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC South. So getting that wild card spot is going to be tough, but uh, I say they miss out. Damn, yo, the fall from grace. All right, quick note, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The genius, the waiver god myself, picked up a Jahi. He's continu- continuing that savage pace, yo. What do you think? He's a real one? Hey, man, ever since the Jahi took over the backfield in Miami, the day that uh, Arian Foster retired, the Miami Dolphins are 3-0, and and uh, they're beating some good teams. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, not so much the Jets, but hey, he only put up 111 yards this weekend, which is uh, a little light for Ajayi's workload, but they, they're getting the job done with him out there. Got a nice little TD, too. All right, enough of the NFL. Let's slide over to the association. Something we always love in pro sports is the awards. Rookie of the year, MVP, scoring title. And uh, we know it's just November, but uh, Save is going to give us his predictions for each. So let's uh, let's hear what the ball wizard has to say. <laughs> First up, my man, rookie of the year. What do you got? Hey, man, it's all going to come down to games played. But I think a clear cut above of the rest right now. We got my main man, my Cameroonian brother, Joel Embiid. He's sitting back to backs, which is unfortunate. But he's averaging like 18 points and six rebounds, looking hella comfortable out there on the court. (laughs) Swatted your boy LeBron back to half court the other day. You know what I'm saying? Making Cameroon proud, baby. Joel Embiid all the way. That's one vote for the process. Next up, we're going to go with Defensive Player of the Year. Hey, man. It's going to be the same usual suspects. Draymond Green, Kawhi Leonard, and DeAndre Jordan. But I think this is the year... DeAndre takes it to the next level. Kawhi's offensive load is way more intense now. Uh, man's out there scoring 30, and he's going to realize that, you know what I'm saying, it ain't, it, you ain't going to have as much energy for defense when you're scoring that much. So I think he takes the slightest step back. Uh, Draymond Green, with the addition of KD, they kind of all lose a bit of their workload. I think it's DeAndre's time to finally step up and get Defensive Player of the Year. Oof, going out on a limb there. Next up. Uh, we have an award usually reserved for a Los Angeles Clipper by the name of Jamal Crawford. Sixth man of the year. Who's it going to be? Uh, that one's so hard to pick right now because uh, my my go-to pick is playing like shit. He's also on your fantasy team. <laughs> if Brandon Knight doesn't get traded and stays on the Suns all year, I think uh, by year's end he'll be 
sixth man of the year if he gets his uh, his shot back and uh, doesn't get hurt and stays on the Suns. Brandon Knight, baby. Man, that man is shooting like dog shit to start the season. <laughs> Next up, most improved player. My most improved, you know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like a father picking his son. I'm a little biased, but I got to go with my man, Avery Bradley, two years running on my fantasy team. Absolutely love his game. Came into the league as a defensive stopper at the two guard spot. Last year, he really worked on his shot, came in, was banging threes, averaged 14 points per game, 14 or 15. This year, the man's out there looking like an early candidate as a first time all-star. He dropped eight, a career high eight threes the other day. This season in the off season, he really worked on his playmaking ability. He's been averaging four or five assists, which is a big step up. And the biggest surprise has been the rebounds. He already has three double-doubles with 10 rebounds. Your boy Avery Bradley, a.k.a. my boy Avery Bradley, most improved player this year. All right, Dave Bradley, eh? Next up, we're going to go with prediction on who's going to be the scoring leader. Hey, man, DeMar DeRozan's leading the league in scoring in the early going, but we all know that's not going to last. Russell Westbrook's a, a close second. Dame Dollar, James Harden all doing their thing. I'm going to have to go with the big homie, James Harden. I, don't, I think Russell Ooh. Westbrook's going to slowly run out of gas uh, and realize that having KD there allowed him to preserve some energy. We all know he's bionic, but I think it's you're going to start to notice it after the All-Star break. Damian Lillard, I think, is going to finish second in scoring, but I think James Harden's used to being the man. He's used to averaging 27, 28, 29, 30 points per game. He's going to keep on trucking, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to keep on chucking. <laughs> Yeah, checking up bricks because uh, that's the wrong answer. And uh, the scoring leader will be Russell Westbrook. He's going to do nothing but speed up after the All-Star <laughs> break. Maybe get Oladipo involved, you know. Him and Steven Adams, man. They're going to be cooking all year long. All right. And last but not least, the most important award. Who do you think is going to take home the Russell Westbrook award? Oh, shit, my bad. I mean the, uh, the MVP award this season. Uh, man's got jokes. I just need to let the people know you're giving Russ all this love just because he's on your fantasy team. Me? Not mine. I, I'm just, I just believe in the potential, dog. That's it. He's on your team, though, is he not? Yeah, I guess he's on my squad. No, I'm going in another direction than that ball hogging piece of shit. Just kidding. He's hella good. What? But Russ has a shot at it if he finishes top four in the West. If they're the fourth seed and he continues at this pace... Uh, I'd probably give it, to, I'd give it to Russell, but we all know the Spurs are going to be top three best teams in the entire league, and that boy Kawhi Leonard separating himself as the number one go-to guy there, LaMarcus, taking a backseat, you feel me? I think it's the year Kawhi gets it, and he actually has a chance to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same year. But we'll see what pops, but early on, Kawhi Leonard, that's my MVP. I'm going to throw out this dark horse, Kyrie Irving, you know. He has to play beside LeBron, so doesn't get all the uh, spotlight he deserves, but that man is a killer, man. That's some real talk, but <laughs> you tripping balls if you think Kyrie's MVP. Not on LeBron's team. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the rundown. And with the end of the rundown comes the end of the show. And with the end of the show comes the end of season two. We want to thank everyone, all of our guests. Wouldn't have been able to do it without you. DGK Wade in the streets reporter. And the plug, Spanish Mike. Thank you, guys. Ants one, Costa quarter snacks.
Everyone at Time Bomb Trading. Tracer on the slap message boards. <laughs> Sean Moe. Everyone who, who introduced us to our guests, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Can't wait to get it popping again in Season 3. All right, y'all. See y'all in a couple weeks. Peace. I right, Donald. You know what time it is. Your boy's got to go get his buzz on. I am in Berlin, after all. Ich trinken ein Bier. <laughs> yeah. That was some poor... Poor, uh, you need to work on that, bro. Yeah, I feel like Bass just told me some random gibberish to embarrass me. But, uh, peace, y'all.